Welcome to this jam, a fanciful tale for all, a recap for ease. Peace is broken, but the foul frog hemoth attacks, risking mouse and frog. Friends take up arms to defend the small new world. Root and Blair are eaten. Ten years ago, and you finally emerge out into the sunlight after what <gasps> feels like an eternity of being stuck in the claggy cabins. Blair's eyes just just blind. Water, <laughs> milky white. Blair looks like a shriveled up, like dead frog. Water. <laughs> Is it me or anyone else's spell slots just bursting? <laughs> what? We have emerged. Not my spell slots, but my bladder from the darkness of. The caves. Please find me water. My pouch is bulging. Yes, I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> you do wear very uh tight-fitting clothing, Morrick. <laughs> not a not a criticism. You wear what you want, but uh <laughs> I didn't hear that. I was uh, trying to focus on Paul's can, lovely haiku. I could tell Sorry. you did. I was I, I sabotage Paul's haiku by saying, My pouch is bulging. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Paul, that is good. Keep going. My pouch is bulging. That's a start of a haiku. <laughs> Sorry, Blood dies, and the rest no, of the actual modern no. day podcast is revealed to be no, you all please. imagining him. No. <laughs> what a twist! Morik goes immediately insane. <laughs> oh no! What another twist! I've done this to myself by having flashbacks that I'm not in control of. Margaret shrugs and walks off. <laughs> So none of that happens, thankfully, but Grumpo Duclaw uh, turns back to you and says, Don't get too complacent, though, friends, for we are soon going to enter the fading forest. Perhaps the second most inhospitable place in the verdant uplands. What's the first most inhospitable place? Let's <laughs> oh. Should have seen this one coming, Jump. It's your mother's bedroom, Jump. Oh, 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 she said I should have seen it coming, and I didn't. I didn't see it coming. I love that joke. Oh, oh that's very funny. It's very funny when it happens to someone else. Oh. I could die at peace now. <laughs> yeah, Blood didn't, didn't see it coming because he's still blind. I'm but I don't understand. Grumpo oh. just tips his uh, water skate over Blood. <laughs> I'm fine now. Thank you. Although I would like to remain in this new newly forged puddle for at least an hour. <laughs> Back in the present, <laughs> Blurg finds himself in another kind of newly forged puddle. Forged. forged. <laughs> I hope I am not inside of this Frakima for an hour. <laughs> You're just getting um, healthier and healthier in there. <laughs> the, the liquid seems less like water, though, and more like acid. Mm, so yeah. it might not be beneficial for you to stay in there for too long. <laughs> Captain Root, can you hear me? Don't worry, Root, I have dragon chest. <laughs> uh, Cap Captain Root looks at you and be musing like, oh, Did it eat you as well, this fucker? <laughs> I love that, oh, you as well, eh? 
Um, <laughs> he's sitting in there smoking. No, no believe it or not, this is a rescue attempt. <laughs> I'm here of my own volition to save you. Now, let's carve our way out of this Rakimov, as my father used to say. <laughs> Captain Root clasps both of your shoulders tightly and pulls you close. You are my brother for life. You can join the hockey team whenever you want. <laughs> but that's the only benefit. In my mind, they're standing upright in his esophagus or something, just like a normal, a normal room. I wouldn't even let my actual brother join the hockey team. He twirls his pike round and tries to drive it through the stomach line yes. of the Frakimoth. More yes. biteable on the inside. He's whiffed four times in this battle mm. can he do better now oh i'm rooting for you hey, <laughs> he says nice. um, you're my brother everybody gets a notification that says captain root has been added to your party <laughs> he's also dead margaret doesn't get it she's not in the group chat she left long ago mm. <laughs> he does it he does it <laughs> he does it he, he, fi- he finally hits oh, yay, yay. <laughs> Oh, Captain Root. The fall and rise of Captain Root. Me, because it was a natural one. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Oopsie poopsie. (laughs) Butterfingers. Little Ren. Little Ren. You you see. Still scares me. That his pike, from the outside, you just see a pike emerge from the stomach of the Frogimus. Wow, we got all the way out. (laughs) Yeah, it's not enough to make an opening. It's just a pierce, but it is unhappy with this development. Mm. Yeah, it's just to show you where we are. <laughs> uh, so that's Captain Root. I've pinged you our location. <laughs> Maggie, it is your turn. Oh, it is. How are they? I mean, I can't. I guess I can't really ask. But how are the people inside of the Frog Hemoth doing for health? They're fi- they're fine for now until the end of the Frog Hemoth's turn. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's, that's three seconds away, so... Yeah. Is Father Dryden still standing there with a hand on my shoulder? <laughs> it's getting weird. He has to concentrate to continue the blast. Oh, does he? Yeah. I appreciate the enthusiasm. He doesn't have to keep touching me, though, does he? No, but where else is he going to go? You don't have to keep touching me, do you? <laughs> we did tell them all to go help with the evacuation. No, I'm fine here. Nope. <laughs> All right. I'm blessing. What, what's happening to Fleetfoot at the moment, by the way? He We're is, in this he's freeze frame. jumping oh, halfway yeah. up the Frakima, so he's clinging onto the side. <gasps> Would I be able to catch up with him if I used all my moves? Are you going to try and scale the Frakima? Why not? <laughs> very good. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's the very spirit. Good. That's it. Hey, Maggie's cool, everyone. Hi, I'm a collective for charity. I'm going to scale the Frogima. Um, it's up to you how much you donate. <laughs> you've got you've got other ways, I think, that you could remove Fleetfoot from the side of the Frogima if that was what you wanted to do with your turn. I'm not trying to remove him. You just want to be there to protect him. Yeah, or weaponize him again. <laughs> Make sure he goes out right. Make sure if you touch, if you're going to touch Fleetfoot, that you don't slip and touch the Fogemoth, because I don't <laughs> oh want to. No. I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. It's not going to go well. Yeah. Can I? Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'm gonna. I'm gonna join the fray. I am going to get within swallowing distance. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If I'm going up close, let's cast Green Flame Blade, which I haven't done before. It Ooh. sounds fun. 
name a green flame blade. And I really want to really rub it in that I've got, a, I, you don't have resistance. <laughs> You're going to say name a green flame blade. Yeah, a famous green flame blade. <laughs> we can't do A famous this. blade. <laughs> We're not doing this. Um, Wesley Snipes. Yeah, exactly. The only one. So you brandish the weapon used in the spell's casting and make a melee attack with it against... So I'll run up, cast green flame blade. Green flame hammer. Uh, that. Nice. <laughs> and do a melee attack. And then I'm going to climb up and cast um, a bonus action spell. Okay. Oh, I don't really need uh, that special effect. To be honest, I don't think it does anything useful. I didn't read it. It just looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> the bonus is that green fire leaps to a different creature of your choice within five feet. Jump. And that, <laughs> and that one takes damage. You know, I'm just going to hit it. I'm just going to go for a regular old hit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Does the Frakemoth count as two people? Because he's so big. No. That's off one side of him. You're so other. big, you count as two people in a TTRPG. <laughs> just like your mama. So she runs over, swings with the hammer, completely whiffs. Oh. Goes, oh. fuck, I hope no one noticed that. <laughs> uh, drops it and uh, is going to scramble up the Frakemoth's body because I want to touch... Um, okay, give me foot, an acrobatics please. check. Oh, don't make me do that. Sorry, did you think that Dwarven Maggie was just going to scale this Frakemoth like it was a staircase? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just wait till I'm a high enough level to get dragon wings. I will. It's a long way away. It is a long way away. What's what acrobatics? 12? <laughs> You, you <laughs> climb so up yes. the knee and get close to the <laughs> Slide belly, down onto my but, butt. <laughs> um, Fleet Foot is too far away. Oh, is there anyone else within touching distance whilst I'm sat my ass at the foot of Frigina? <laughs> Can I touch someone? Jumpers, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm just there on bingo looking oh, down fuck at you. It. I'm just, Hi, Maggie. just You're getting this. dragon's breath jump. <laughs> I don't care if you want it or not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you do have to be willing. Oh. Uh, yeah, right. Give it to Bingo, why not? <laughs> Bingo! Bingo! I, Bingo! I it's hard to believe Jump wouldn't be willing. Come on. Anything. Anything that will help me yeah, yeah. vanquish evil. Also give it to Bingo. That would be pretty sick. Yeah, that will be sick. Wait, does he have to do a gross silent scream before he does yeah. the flame? Oh. Hopefully. Who's getting it, Jump? You or the dog? Close your eyes and, and reach out your hand. And Don't do it. Don't, don't oh, fall I've heard that, that one before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Odds jump even bingo. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Uh, it's what even. It? What it's is bingo. It? Yay. Bingo. You you feel a human face just place itself in the palm of your hand. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Uh, and then straight to the face. <laughs> slots in so well. A wet, slow tongue drags itself uh, up your hand. Mm-mm-mm. Great. Well um, He's saying I love you. Bingo's getting dragon's breath. <laughs> yes! Um, this was a very good turn for you. <laughs> so he does 15 foot cones of fire damage, uh, doing 3d6 damage yeah. on a failed save. Nice. Cones is such a good word for it. A half on no. a successful save. Have these cones? Oh, and it's concentration, so I'm dropping the fire. I'm dropping the arrow spell. That's gone. No more fire on your arrows, Blurg. <laughs> Not that you need it because you're inside of Rakimoth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Morik, it's your turn. Well, seeing as how my snake's not really being that effective, I would like to drop my wild shape, please. Babe. I said that is if I need to ask permission to do so. <laughs> I drop my wild shape. No, I've got another question. Now, <laughs> you've used your question allowance for the day. <laughs> Hear me out here. This, my reasoning. Yeah. Blurg <laughs> and root. Uh-huh. 
yeah. are kind of cushioned. They're in, <laughs> they're inside, a, they're inside a thing. Would they be liable for any sort of liable? <laughs> Sorry, that's that's not the right word. Lovely, soft, frigimus. How many yeah. megatons of, uh, of force can they take? They will be buffeted. Yeah. How squashed can they get? They will probably be fine. But you need yes. to tell me what it is you're planning <laughs> okay, before I okay. give you a definitive yes or no. Oh, you see, Do Sarah's you, good. I, I, I was just. Do you I like just... my new mattress? It is genuine frigima flubber. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to use thunder wave. Yes, yes, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Is that yeah. what you killed Margaret with that first time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Cool. Okay, great. So everyone's taken some damage. No, I'd say you can manoeuvre yourself in such a way that you're hitting the Frigimuth and not, like, jump Bingo and Maggie. Awesome. Oh, okay. that's kind. You're very hmm. kind. Well, because it's such a huge target. When it was the little gnomes, yeah. it was very hard. That's quite... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just thunder wave, like five foot above our heads. Yeah. <laughs> Just go, go straight for his face. Oh, I went five feet above Maggie's head. <laughs> Sorry, jump. Oh, no, wrong one. <laughs> now, I'll aim for his face or something. He's three eyes. Yeah. Two eyes now. Two eyes. Sorry, sorry. Two eyes. Mm. So he needs to make a saving throw. Spell save DC is 14. Is that means he, he has to roll higher than that. Is that right? Yeah. Is that what we're going with? All right. So it's for my... Yes, my spell <laughs> save is... we're going with. <laughs> <laughs> I forget with spells, right? Mm. No, I get it. Spells are nerd stuff. He rolled a 16, I'm afraid. Oh! oh. Damn it. Ooh. All right. And I lied. I did hit jump on Maggie. Oh. Does the rocks <laughs> fall off the wall? Does anything happen? Does it make a noise? Um, a loud... Sounds good. But yeah, a loud boom reverberates around the cavern and everyone looks impressed. <laughs> the only thing that frightens me more than getting swallowed by the Frigimuth is thunder. <laughs> Maggie, after climbing up onto his knee, you see two... <laughs> no, I did climb onto his knee. I didn't sit on his knee. <laughs> you on his knee now. Well, adorable. <laughs> the tables Aww. have turned. <laughs> She says, you oh, see... this has awakened something inside me. <laughs> you see two tentacles my come whipping down at you. Uh-oh. No! Don't whip me with your they tentacles, both... mother. <laughs> no! Oh. Wait. Maggie, d- duck. I just looked at my amount of hit points and I'm like, that's not that many hit points already, is it? I thought I had a lot more than that. Always get to look at that after you've run into battle. Best be thinking of your next limbo scene. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's coming. Death forever. Could be anything, though. You can have a lovely limbo scene without. It'll be a flashback to Margaret and her frogamoth mother. <laughs> Is your dad the one who was a dragon? I don't know if I ever said which parent it was, but just shit happens in the mines. Someone fucked a dragon. <laughs> Someone fucked a dragon. Now we have Margaret. <laughs> now we have Margaret. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. That's what my dad always told me, anyway. Yeah. Well, what you actually told me was <laughs> burnt the village down. No idea which one was a dragon. <laughs> yeah. Margaret. Hey, I, I speak draconic. As the tentacles come lashing down on you, you take mm. 23 points of damage. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm okay. Whoa. Okay. Oof. Can you make a... No, wait, that's not how maths works. <laughs> so I just wrote 23 in my hit points. <laughs> uh... So many hit points. There we go. <laughs> Shit, I'm awesome. Can you make a saving throw for me? Yeah. That's a trick of maths that if you take 23 away from anything, it equals 23. But only yeah, 23 that is... works that way. Oh. That's what yeah. my film's about. Yeah. Do I add anything? I think dexterity. Nine. A nine is not enough. As the second tentacle comes down, you feel it lash around your stomach 
and pull uh -oh. you into the air. Oh my no, god. No, no, I don't like this. <laughs> no. There's plenty of room. <laughs> <laughs> pool party. You are not being eaten, you are just being uh, Am I grappled? restrained. Waved about uh -oh. like a bloody pleb. I have been grappled for the first time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I've heard. I'm going. <laughs> oh no, no. Not usually that way around. We've all been speaking with Joan. Captain Root and Blurg, you take seven points of acid damage. Ow. But between them, right? So four for Root and three for Blit. Hmm, not quite. That's <laughs> how damage works. That's how damage works. Now it is Fleetfoot's turn. Oh, wait, sorry. You have to take a, a the oh. searing, searing smite at the start of each of its turns until the spell ends. The target must make a constitution saving throw. I, m I must remind you, Frokemoth, you are still searing. <laughs> Does a 20 beat it? Yes. Oh. Okay. Yes, it does. That's really good. <laughs> Congratulations. Actually. Quite impressed, really. Yeah. Oh. Fleetfoot continues its scamper up the Fakima no. and then makes a bite upon the eye stalk. I was going to give you fire, Fleetfoot. Could have been a fire bite. To everyone below, apart from Morik, you just hear a very distant squeaking, <laughs> and Morik mm. feels like he can hear the words, Remember me. Oh. <laughs> I just imagined I... this rat shearing off the eye stalk of a Frakima, for now I, I, I want to be dead, I think. <laughs> <laughs> from this image. We are back to jump in the initiative. I'm going to start off by uh, laying my hands on myself <laughs> and uh, healing myself yes, of 25 uh, We should establish to the audience that in the last game, we allowed... And by we, I mean me. I allowed uh, Paul to both summon Bingo and lay on hands in one turn. Yeah. I heal myself and uh, that's, that's it. I can't do anything else. So. Okay. I heal myself uh, and I go, Maggie, I'm sorry, but I had to heal myself. <laughs> I'm rubbing, rubbing myself. <laughs> you have to practice self-care before you can help others. <laughs> uh, that. It's all right, fine. Don't help me. It's fine. <laughs> fine. But I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm neat. <laughs> help. That's a lot of energy. Yeah. Well done. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and audience, the hair whipping was very good. How does the fire breath work again? 3d6 damage, fire damage, no resistance. Because I cast that spell uh, with I uh, cast save, that spell, a deck and save. I get up again. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never going to keep Margaret down. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> so from below, you see Bingo just open his mouth wide and a geyser of fire nice. comes out and scorches, blackens the belly of the Frigima. From within, you start to feel it get warmer, but not in such a way that it would affect you, just in a noticeable way of like, huh. Well, basically, yeah, if it, it, I mean, frogs if, in boiling uh, water. If actually, they probably wouldn't notice at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'd just be dead. Until they were dead. Yeah. yeah. So they're fine. It is Root's turn now. No, it's not. It's Blurg's turn. Blurg! Blurg, boy. Blurg, my boy. <laughs> it is time for the return of my seldom seen sigh that I've had since the beginning of this adventure and shall now be using for the first time. Oh, yeah. Just every time you say it, I imagine it's just like your mate Simon. <laughs> big sigh. And this is sigh, big sigh. Unless I, I do try to shoot my way out, which would be very good, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> However, what I will do is have my second use of fighting spirit, which, in addition to giving me five hit points, which I assume will be important soon, also gives me advantage for the turn, which mm. I forgot to make use of last time I used this. And what does Root say to all of that? <laughs> the blood just sets in character. What the, what the fuck, fuck are you talking, talking about, about, brother? This is my internal monologue. I don't know how to do it inside yet. 
Margaret says that she's very keen to teach me. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very, very keen. (laughs) Very. Okay, I'm going to roll to attack with my sire, I guess, to see if I can cut my way out of the stomach we're in. The stomach we're in. This stomach we're in. This stomach we're in. This stomach we are in. I'm going to roll twice and use the higher roll. That's how advantage works. Two sevens! Oh boy. Uh, And because it's a physical thing, I'm adding my strength, which is nothing! (laughs) Do I get to add, because I'm proficient in all simpler martial weapons, does my proficiency bonus at least get added to make this ten? Okay, it's ten. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. You'd think the armor class would be lower since you're on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's just a toughness stomach lining. Oh. Is it not a a vital organ somewhere you can just shank <laughs> his esophagus. poke his spleen a little bit yeah. I feel that we are in one start kicking the appendix <laughs> it, it's okay Paul because a swallowed creature is uh, blinded and restrained so <laughs> <laughs> so you can't have any conversations in there really Captain Root shouldn't have attacked last turn either can you not attack if you're restrained so wait what's the difference between grappled and restrained um, I'll tell you thank you now what were you going to say I was just going to say, so they shouldn't have been having any conversations as if they were standing in a room while they were inside his body. No, they um, should have, but at the end of every sentence, just, also, I'm blind. <laughs> Still. Yeah. <laughs> Speed zero, no bonus. You attack and deck saves have disadvantage. So you could still attack, yeah, but with disadvantage. Okay, so I just used the, the other seven instead of the seven I used. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of advantage, that was disadvantage. <laughs> okay. So Captain Root's <laughs> now going to attack. That would have cancelled out, wouldn't it? An advantage would have cancelled out. Oh, when that's a disadvantage very true. Yes. Become a so I should use the seven. Then <laughs> you should use the seven. Use the first seven. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Captain Root. Captain Root, he rolled a 16 and a 20. So Ooh, with nice. disadvantage, he takes the 16. Still good. Still good. Still really good. It, being swallowed by this Frakimov has really improved your abilities. I feel it has given you focus. It's like being in the, in the mech suits in Avatar. But not as good. <laughs> Looks more realistic. Mm. Does roll a one there, though. Uh, we are now up to Maggie. You are being jostled around in the air she hates being jostled I do hate being jostled so it's that grappled not restrained exactly Uh, yeah okay cool so just Maggie's movement speed is zero but apart from that I can you're basically fine yeah (laughs) you're fine Uh, gosh and I have also run out of almost everything all my good spells I don't know what else to do, and I'm, I guess I'm slight, Mag- Margaret's slightly panicking as she's been chucked around in the air, so I think I'm Fair. going to try and cast a level three fireball. <laughs> Seems fine. A bright streak flashes from your pointing finger. <laughs> that is uh, being waved madly around in the air. Look! <laughs> no, I've got this. You hit the barrels yeah. and the munitions. <laughs> Only someone had moved We them. got them out just in time. <laughs> well, I, I don't know why I picked this spell. Each creature in a 20-foot radius must make a dex save. Seems fine. Certainly does. Anyone in a 20-foot radius. Yeah, he's holding you 17 foot up in the air. <laughs> 86 fire damage on a failed save or half on a success save. The fire spreads around corners. It ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. Okay. If Jump only comes up to the um, Frakimoth's knee, how tall is the Frakimoth? Quite how much tall. elephant size? How, how much Frakimoth can I hit and how much jump can I accidentally hit? <laughs> Ac- accidentally <laughs> on purpose. Oh, I'm sorry, Jump. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> much, much like Morik, I'll say, if you want to aim it upwards 
so that it's going to engulf the Fragimuth's upper parts, but not mm. the land folk below. I'll Great. allow that. And set the ceiling on fire. If it goes around corners, does that include down a throat? <laughs> oh, God. No. In, and in fact, anyone that's within the um, Fragimuth's stomach yeah. has cover from attacks. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Beautiful. That's part of it. Maybe we should <laughs> stay in here. Perks. Um, I would be happy for you to introduce something that would potentially risk Jump and Bingo's life. Just, I'm just saying. I'll just point it at them and them. <laughs> Was that a dexterity saving throw, John? Yes, dex save. Oh, what did he need to get? I don't know. <laughs> It'll be I guess it's my spell. spell save. He got an 12. 11, so I don't think 12. that's going to... So he's going to take full damage. Nice. Great. It's 8d6, so I'm going to roll all 8. 8d6 is a lot of numbers. 29. You see the top half of the Fahima just engulfed in a ball of fire. The room illuminates so brightly and you feel the grasp around your stomach loosen completely as you start to fall to the ground. She was screaming, put me down, put me down, and then it starts to loosen (laughs) and she's screaming, no, no, no. (laughs) The Fakima staggers forward, then staggers back and then falls forward onto its belly. (gasps) Dead. From its stomach slides Captain Root and Blur (laughs) in a puddle of acid. (laughs) They did it! They did it, everyone! Blur and Root! Blur and Root! Heroes of Bolomire! And Jump goes to hug them both. (laughs) Okay, well, that's poison, that's acid. Uh, I rolled a a Dirto Tweno, so I, I withstand the poison. And acid doesn't hurt me, uh, as of now. <laughs> I shower everybody with mushrooms and go, open your mouths. <laughs> That's it. And I take some mushrooms. And uh, 12 hours later. Like confetti. I throw them like confetti. <laughs> then, awesome. It's even better. Congratulations. You've killed the Frakima. Well, I did not oh. enjoy that. Mark, can you give me an investigation check? Uh, yeah. No. Oh my God, please what? Uh, an 18? You notice a very small... Charred what? little rat. No! It was on the top of the Fahimoth when a fireball no! exploded. I go over and I, I go over no. and scoop him up in my big hands. Oh my didn't mean to take it oh. back. Wait, does anybody know or is it just me? It's just you. Can I protect them from the pain? Yes, yes. Is he alive? I'm gonna. No, as in in I'm gonna protect Margaret from knowing. Paul, rats have three hit points. Oh no. (laughs) So, is he alive? (laughs) Can we save him? Can we journey into hell and get his soul back? Wait, 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 wait. Can you bring? Can I? Can I bring stuff back from the C- dead? Can you reanimate a charred corpse? I don't yeah. think you're a necromancer, Nell. What? No, but but like, come on. Can I wild shape as a necromancer? I I, I have. I I have, have water dependency. I have lesser restoration. Come on, that is basically the same. I can I can end one disease, charred. Charred is one. Charred is a disease. A uh, one condition afflicting it, charred. It can also cure that. So sorry, did you say that we all noticed? Or no, only Mike. And as Mike goes to pick him up, he crumbles into ash. Oh no! Oh. I, I was trying to be so gentle. I was trying to scoop him into both hands. Soul he, disappear he, forever. He again. He had three hit points, oh. and I think he was hit for thirty damage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so twenty nine. Is he right? 
<laughs> I I scoop the um, ashes into a little pouch for future spell purposes. No, for, to bury him in the uh-huh. in the Ratville, Ratsburg. Oh, that's nice. Oh. And then Jump goes, "Yeah, we did it, everyone! Yay! We win!" <laughs> yes! Marcus yes. in particular was the most valuable player <laughs> yes, for casting we that final spell. Truly, <laughs> oh, all credit you. for that final spell must go to Margaret. I, I appreciate your recognition, Blurg. We, we win. That was just a moment of quick thinking whilst I was being rattled through air absolutely so, instinctive uh, and yet yeah perfect. that's instinctive that's that's your instinctive sorcerer casting that is far better than the instinct to jump inside of the frikimuth proved to be <laughs> look we all we all fight in our own ways <laughs> that was brilliant too you fought by not really fighting hey come on morik cheer up might never happen <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Sorry. I'm sure you gave him slight indigestion before I killed him with my great fireball. <laughs> Absolutely. Most the discomfort likely. that Captain Root in particular gave him by shoving a spear through him, seemingly unencumbered, was uh, <laughs> truly marvellous. Captain Root gets to his feet and he's like, My city, it is damaged, but we can rebuild. I owe you so much, adventurous. I'll, uh... We'll take a statue and <laughs> all of us in it. Absolutely. <laughs> Unfortunately, all of our statue-making stuff was stolen many years ago. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. There's a bunch of rats using chisels as lances. <laughs> and there's a statue of that as well, of the rats. <laughs> there's a statue statues. of them stealing the statue-making stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck Ratsburg. <laughs> the end. Bye, everyone. <laughs> it is a real shame because I've learned something on this adventure. Oh. It is not about what you tell people about what you did. It is about what you do, as in your actions, because these are the things that will be commemorated in statue form, and that seems to be what everyone remembers you by. <laughs> So if we could build a statue of us and you and you and you, and he's just pointing at the various people around him, I people think that would be pe- people and non-people. <laughs> and and Thank or you. anyone who is not a Frogemoth can be built into one massive statue because that is the way to be heroes. But we, we do need the Frogemoth in it so <laughs> that they know what we fought. Mm. Right. Well, it was probably a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we'll just say it was a metaphor. Captain Root invites you into Balamara and you all go to an inn. Drinks are given out freely uh, and Morik, the Cranium Rat, and Captain Root sit and further hammer out details of the new piece. Yay. Blur, Morik and Root are all are doing their thing. Yeah, Blurg's part. Oh yeah, because Blurg is yeah. clearly the... So yeah, Morik's translating, Blurg is... And they're hammering out details. Perhaps that Ratsburg will be dismantled. Okay. And the stolen goods given back yeah. to the people of Bolomaya, but uh, new homes will be constructed within Bolomaya for the rats to live freely. Nice. Excellent. They could use all that ground that the frogamoth has just squashed. <laughs> Raise. I'll tell you that the frogamoth was the best thing that happened to this city in terms of planning. <laughs> yeah, just really wipe the slate clean. Can I have found Fleetwood's fam? Did Fleetwood have family? Can I have found his family and given them his ashes? Before I sat down to do the peace talks. Fleetwood's family, Stevie Nicks. Fleetwood, <laughs> Fleetwood, Fleetwood, not Fleetwood. <laughs> and they're like, Fleetfoot died, but no one's talking about it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, secret. It's, um, it's just you, Father Dryden, and the Cranium Rat, but you can pass them along to Father Dryden so that he can maybe okay. do 
some ritual to put like yeah yeah that's a good idea and and so maggie and um jumper just sitting at a table um yeah. further down i think uh, margaret got quite injured during this battle <laughs> she's run out of spell slots and she's kind of tired and she did get dropped from quite a high height <laughs> by a frogamore although she is proud of that fireball <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know what it did <laughs> um she's sitting kind of slightly slouched over onto mm. the table a beer in her hand just sort of staring out across the room watching you know happy young grungs i think <laughs> frolic and play bullywugs <laughs> bullywugs bullywugs there's no grungs here but, oh yeah sorry well i mean there's one bullywugs if blur gets lucky bullywugs. there will soon be bully grungs <laughs> thousands, oh. thousands of bully grungs oh my god i don't know if our species can cross <laughs> pollinate create but i'm willing to try <laughs> find out <laughs> I'm willing to try for you, baby. <laughs> yeah, and uh, jump looking over your shoulder and be like, it's not mushrooms Morris giving to Father Dryden, is it? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Maggie, what's what's up? You look like you could use some of my healing hands. Oh, no, sorry. No, I'm just... Uh... Oh, I'm just old, you know, and a bit tired. Big old battle. Oh, yeah, it's going to take it out of you, especially when it was as successful yeah. as it was. No casualties. Oh yes, except for the evil ones. Mm. We did a we did yet another great fight. We've had a lot, and they always get better every yeah. single time. Better than the last. That's what I always say. Yep. Oh yeah, always better. Yeah, starting. Yeah, no, it's 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 good. I remember it was. Yeah, battles are fun. This is why I came back out on the road. Remember? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was to look after you, make sure you all got back okay. <laughs> well, like metaphorically, yeah, 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 but, uh, yeah, like moral support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm starting to remember maybe also I'd forgotten quite how much battles hurt. In a physical yeah, sense you... only, I've not done anything abhorrent morally today. No, nothing reprehensible no. Uh, so far as I can this remember. This was a nice, clean, easy, moral-free battle, thankfully. In and out, mm. yeah. You got hurt, but that's that's all part and parcel. Evil's going to hurt. Mm. Don't I always say that? I always yeah, say that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I guess, I don't know, I'm just having one of those evenings where maybe actually, perhaps, maybe I slightly just miss my... Um, um, <clears throat> Children. Uh, but you know. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, hey. Oh, no, I mean. A couple of ales. Yeah. Sort well, that out. Well, you know, adventure first for oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to look after you lot. You're like my little kids, too. That's it. We're probably more important, actually. Because mm. we're, we're Margaret, fight. can you open these nuts for me? <laughs> yes, darling. She gives you a little kiss on the head. <laughs> <laughs> You're paralyzed for a while. <laughs> Your shoelace is undone. Let me tie that. <laughs> 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 he just stands there hopelessly with his feet, just like <laughs> can't take you anywhere, mate. Thank you. Yeah, listen. You know, we all miss people very occasionally. I think what are Arena and Timmy doing right now? Mm. And I think, well, probably not saving the world from evil. No, that's true. That's true. I guess love can wait, can't it? Yeah. I don't know. I guess Joan is your Arena and Tim. Yes. That's, but you got the sprogs. That's what we said during the marriage vows. <laughs> Do you take this Joan to be your lawful arena in yeah. Tim? <laughs> you were officiating. That's what happens, yeah, when you let me run the show. <laughs> arena and Tim are there in the background like, what? No. And they're like, yeah, jump's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, I did that out of the kindness of my heart because I had a lot of respect for you and Joan. Mm. And also, you wouldn't accept no. Having those kids out of Warlock. <laughs> that's a jump joke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, they have changed my life. Well, they're pretty special. Mm. Yes, they are. I always say that Kit could be a paladin. Well, do remind me to speak to him when we get home because he has got something special. He can do something really great with his life. Yeah, yeah, I believe, I, I agree. I, of course, you know, we, the kid's got a lot of uh, potential. He'll probably do um, whatever he wants, really. No need for him to, 
you know, settle or anything. Well, I mean, you can't really call being a paladin and fighting evil settling. It's like saying, oh, settle for being the only thing standing between all of reality and complete destruction on a daily basis. So, oh, com- oh come on, John. What? The kid's, the kid's got plenty of talent. He can do whatever he wants. Well, yeah, but... He comes I mean, from a very noble he... line of sorcerers and also dragons. And we've got the Warhammer business, I think. It's, I mean, that's going, going very well. Mm. But how do I say this? You, you, you see me, right? You see me going around doing my thing. It's not easy. I know I make it look easy. Nothing bothers Jump Fundenden. Mm. But it's a mighty, mighty burden that you take on your shoulders, your good shoulders. And I just think it would be a real shame if he wasted his life being a... Well... Wasted it doing what? Yeah. No, wasted it doing what, John? Come, come, come on, Maggie. Don't make me say it. You know how it is. No. You know what my life's been about? Yeah, just pissing around, really, mostly. And then playing that loot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't just call that playing. Maggie, I just don't want to see Kit throw his life away being a sorcerer. I... You know what? No, you don't... No, I don't want you talking to him about being a paladin. Oh, come on. Is this... I, a- no, I'm drawing it. No. No, he's my son, and I will not have you corrupting his mind. Because, come on, honestly, look, you can have tear all you want, but the rest of us, they can do better. Maggie, now's not the time for pride. Uh, just, just be humble for a minute. Okay. Think of his future. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Right. Okay, jump. Fine. You know what? Let's not talk about my children ever again. All right. Again, you know. Unless it's you teaching them whatever it is you teach in that class they let you teach. We can talk about that. General studies is pretty important. Whatever. During parent-teacher interactions at the school. And that's it. All right. You're not his guidance counsellor. You're not his job counsellor. And you're certainly not his parent. So thank you for your advice. But no thank you. Hmm. Do... Do you want the healing hands? Mm. Okay. You go to lay on hands and realise you've expended all 25 <laughs> of the points in your pool. The brilliant thing is, I say, reaching out my hands, I've got lay on hands and healing hands. Uh. Healing hands is an Asimar trait, which was bestowed bestowed on me not by Tyr, you, you might be surprised to learn. Because uh, Tyr is... is Doesn't give a shit about your welfare. Well, he bestowed me with Some the... Some wounds must heal slowly. Metaphorical <laughs> ones, probably. Mm. Probably. Yeah, it's just it's just five hit points, so maybe... Great. I don't know. Maybe 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 we can talk about this later. No. When you're healed. Fine, whatever. But I'm drawing a line. Well, I best... I'm going to go and see if Morik is actually trying to introduce a new narcotic to, to the Raz. Mm. You can finish my beer. Blair cheerfully comes over to the table. The peace talks are going extremely well. <laughs> ah, Margaret, I was hoping to speak to you about teaching your kids some more poetry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet girl. Oh, that sounds wonderful, actually. <laughs> Look pointedly at Jump. I thought you might just kick him across the bar. <laughs> yeah. So you are offered beds here in Balamaya for the night, so you may rest or a up. pool of water. <laughs> Actually, in this fucking city, the beds have got to be like all water beds that you intended to zip yourself yeah. into. <laughs> the rest of you are offered like hay to sleep on, <laughs> but Blurg has like this luxury water bed. It's basically a bathtub. <gasps> <Yes>. <laughs> Jump takes his his hay stack, his hay mounds, about a hundred meters away, <laughs> and sets up his hay tent on his own. You didn't need to Aww. make a tent, but it is marvelous. 
<laughs> Ma- Marek goes. Uh, I'll be he, the judge of that. He adds his tent over near your tent. He doesn't understand what's going no. on. <laughs> I love that you're indoors, like kids uh, sleepover setting Marga up tents. Def- she's going <laughs> to just sleep in the bed that they've made for her. <laughs> she's not a child. Fleur goes to meditate, but then just before he knows it, has slumped down into just a very deep and comfortable no. sleep. In the morning, you have to set off. The schedule to get yourselves mm. to Beaton doesn't permit for you to linger here in Bolomaya. But you already see um, processions of um, bullywugs leading rats into the city. Mm. Chains. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the deeds you have done have cemented the rats' safety. And you know that Captain Root is going to look after them now. Mm. Cool. Good work. Yes. Good going, gang. Do we also see them chipping away at a huge rock of a, a mighty Margaret yes. Fireball you statue? You see a yes. collaboration <laughs> between a Bullywug sculptor who's not that well-versed because he hasn't had the tools. We <laughs> can say well-known. <laughs> He's a bit obscure. And Buff Chad, the rat, yes. yeah. who yeah. is the only rat strong enough to hold a chisel. No. <laughs> was it Buff John? And they he, Buff whatever yeah. the rat no, there was, was Buff called. Beef, and a Buff beefy John. John. Beefy John. Beefy John, that was it. Buff Chad yeah. and Beefy, beefy John. John. <laughs> and so you say goodbye. You're provided with a little bit, a little bit more bread by Hazel Junction. Yes. <laughs> Does Maggie get one? Do I get some? This time. Maggie gets a big one this time. Yes, oh yeah. After the saving of Ratsburg from the Bluewood Blazes, Maggie is now considered an equal hero to the original bread givers. Yeah. <gasps> Fuck yeah, says Paul. Should she get a title? Should she get a title though? Uh, Do I get land? <laughs> <laughs> She's not the bread devourer still, is she? Sir Margaret! Ratsburg protector? Is that fine? Yeah. <laughs> Ratsburg yeah. protect, I'll take that. There could be a tragic details as we walk off, the camera just pans over to reveal that on top of the statue of the behemoth there is just a tiny fleet foot in stone just there. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, unnoticed, yeah, yeah, by the heroes. <laughs> you are waved off, Captain Root gives you one of those like up the arm handshakes. Wow. Oh <laughs> nice. Fuck yeah. And we both yeah. open our mouths and our tongues just touch for like a second. And it's, the, <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a grunt thing. It's beautiful and off putting. It's like a high five. <laughs> Protect my children. <laughs> You're always welcome here in Bolomaya, my brother. Thank you. I eagerly look forward to returning and seeing this bold new world that you have created. It is in your hands now. That you have created. <sighs> that we have created. <laughs> Blair does a deep bow. He bows back. <laughs> the next day of travel is pretty uneventful. Mm. Uh, you're no longer fearing an encounter with bullywugs, uh, so you find the path relatively stress-free. Yeah, and we're not being led by Grumpo Ducal, uh, so we get out in like 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you're not running around in circles. You know a direct path. You were directed. You've been given a map by Captain Root that will get you out of the claggy caverns yeah. in no time. Great. But while trudging down an unremarkable stretch of tunnel, could you all give me a perception check? Yes. Mm. Steve. Oh, I love these new dice you gave me, Sarah, but they stink on the roll. <laughs> oh. They suck and they're from a loser. <laughs> Was it intentional? Did I give you bad dice? <gasps> For tension? <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, trust. 21. 17. Not so low, it's not worth it. 22. Whoa. Whoa. One-upsmanship. Blurg and Morick. <laughs> As you're walking along, just something on the rocks to your right catches your eye, and you see a seal carved into them. 
with an orange leaf being pierced by an arrow. Oh, I thought you meant arrow. Oh, sort of. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was all on that seals. Like, I was all about it. <laughs> and I was about to be like, oh, I make friends with. It's a yeth seal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of book wild things have happened, but I feel like Cave Seal cave would seal, cave actually seal. not be that outlandish for me, so you're within your rights to have expected that. Um, but no, Seal isn't like a sigil. Okay. And you recognise that this sigil is that of the rangers. Oh. Its presence in this cave is definitely peculiar. Uh, and with a 22, you also notice that the surrounding wall of the sigil, there's something off about it. Huh. Oh my god. Perhaps this is some sort of special stash of ranger stuff. We must investigate this sigil very carefully. Jump through the wall. I press L2. I jump through the wall. Uh, as you jump through the wall, Blair, you Die. do. Well, and it turns out yes. that this particular section of wall is a magical facade, which is another <gasps> peculiar thing because rangers aren't known oh for their magical mm. abilities. Fuck, are we going to meet up with the Longgate family? <laughs> All right, I've jumped through. What do, I, what do I find? Well, as you enter into this side cavern, uh, you find what looks like an office of sorts, or, or maybe more like an abode. Uh, there's a chest, a bed, a desk, and a skeleton. Oh, huh? <laughs> are there any treasury tags? <laughs> I want to know how, how serious this guy was taking his office work. Let's investigate the skeleton. I don't know what a treasury tag is. <laughs> <laughs> if you saw one immediately, you'd be like, ah, oh. like, I think we all carry it as like a, a shared memory of humanity. <laughs> Nevertheless. Oh my God. A skeleton. It, what, what's worked here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, treasury tags. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah you see. <laughs> all right. No, okay. I okay, guess so I got to Google It's a rope with two string with two metal bits at the end, like two metal T's so that oh. they can tie things. Rope if yeah, the, you are a tiny the man. Desk, <laughs> the desk is laden with treasury tags. Oh, mm. shit, yeah. Fuck yeah. A very professional skeleton is working here. <laughs> Let's, let us try and inquire as to the nature of his business. Skeleton man. Oh my god, I had no idea what the, <laughs> that's what they were called. Yeah, Me you either. see. Yeah. We learned oh, something well, every day. We've learned something, and hopefully the audience will have Googled along <laughs> and learned something as well. But as you look at the skeleton, the clothes seem familiar to you in that you've seen them in the past week being worn by Babylon Tramway. These are traditional ranger garb. Oh my mm. God. What did I just say? What did I just say? <laughs> a ranger. Well, Babylon Tramway was trying to pass himself off as a ranger, oh, so true. he presumably stole. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was a ranger still. No, oh. he was a rich nobleman <gasps> pretending to be a ranger. I thought he was both. <laughs> the very worst. As you look around the room, certain things grab each of your attention. <gasps> Blurk, you see a glass orb and a metal pole on his desk. Which one interests you more? A glass <gasps> orb or a metal pole? Glass orb. You pick up the glass orb and... I'll transport it to another dimension. <gasps> points of damage. You realise you now have an orb of direction. Ooh. While holding this orb, you can use an action to determine which way is north. Okay, I've got a compass. Sweet. Comp orb. Comp orb. <laughs> I, I try to comport myself with the utmost dignity. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to find out in the Patreon what the other thing was. <laughs> Maggie, you see a pair of D6 on the desk and a cloak slung over the chair. Which one interests you more? Me. Yes. <laughs> me, Margaret. I interest me more. 
Pair of D6 or a cloak? What's D6 is in di- like dice. dice? Mm. Yeah, a pair of D6. Oh. oh, I think the cloak. You're interested in the cloak? <gasps> Morik, tell Maggie that she should have gone for the D6. <laughs> oh. You now have a cloak of many fashions. Ooh, that sounds great. While wearing this cloak, you can use a bonus action to change the style, colour and apparent quality of the garment. The cloak's weight doesn't change regardless of its appearance. The cloak can't be anything but a cloak, although it can duplicate the appearance of other magic cloaks. It doesn't gain their magical properties, though. I just got a pretty cloak. That's nice, thanks. Does anyone know any lyrics to any of the songs from Joseph and his multicoloured raincoat? It was Um, raincoat, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It was red and yellow and pink and green and orange and violet and ochre and gold and green and silver and rose. Are those the actual colours? Andrew Lloyd Webber will come after us. Are those the actual colours? Yeah, I did know the whole thing at one point. Wow. Oh, wow. That's an actual song. So you're not not guys and dolls in us. It's, no. That was an actual song. A bunch of crazy guys. I mean, if Jen was able to improvise and rattle off that many unique colours without repeating any of them, that would be pretty fucking sweet. Morik, mm-hmm. you see two staffs leaning against the wall, one with a carving of a bird on top mm-hmm. and one with a carving of a flower on top. Which one interests you more? Are they flower. different colours? Uh, is there anything else? What else have I got? Are they different woods? What's What's going on here? What do we got? Okay. Morik's the only one who's asked follow-up questions. <laughs> um, oh, gosh, yeah. They are both carved out of a similar wood to your current uh-huh. okay. staff. Okay. But they look very beautiful and ornate. Uh, but they look very similar. Okay. <sighs> Morik's just standing, Morik, in front yeah. Of, yeah, standing in front of them both, just just squinting eyes I'm and going... over my head. <laughs> So you'd think it's going to be something to do with flora or fauna, perhaps. Yeah. Mm. But then maybe that's not true. Maybe it's that's just decoration. It has nothing to do with <laughs> yeah. what the stuff does. One of, them's just, one of them's like a joke cigar <laughs> that explodes when you when you touch it. Okay, I'm... Other uh, one's a sausage. Uh, <sighs> this is real tough. Take the sausage. Uh, I'm going to roll a dice. I can't decide this. Okay. Is, all right. Oh, wait, hang on. I have to decide what the factors <laughs> are first. <laughs> all right, let's go. Even for bird... An odd for a flower. Yeah. Uh, I, I got bird. Bird. Yep. You have a staff of bird call. Ooh. This wooden staff is decorated with bird carvings. It has 10 charges. While holding it, you can use an action to expend one charge from the staff and cause it to create one of the following sounds out of a range of 60 feet. A finch's chirp. A raven's call. A duck's quack. <laughs> a chicken's cluck. A goose's honk, a loon's call, a turkey's gobble, a a seagull's cry, an owl's hoot, or an eagle's shriek. (laughs) The staff regains 1d6 plus 4 expended charges daily at dawn. If you expand the last charge, roll a d20. On a 1, the staff explodes in a harmless cloud of bird feathers and it's lost forever. Oh, Oh, no. You know I'm going to be using this every morning. This is one of those toys you really regret giving your kid. (laughs) Every morning you guys are going to get a different... Bird. I'm going to slam it into the ground and you'll be like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And then one day Maggie's going to be like, oh, it ran out, of, it, it broke. So uh, I got rid like, of it. Broke. Oh, the batteries ran out. But the alarm clock, guys. I thought it would I thought it would disappear into a harmless cloud of feathers. It seems to have been smashed repeatedly. <laughs> oh, fine print. Also, Sarah, um, make sure you warm up those vocal cords at the beginning of every session because <laughs> Nell's going to be testing them, <laughs> pushing them to the oh, limit. No. I guess I've got to learn what a loon's call is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Ooh. 
I've done this to myself. I played myself. <laughs> Touche me. Finally, mm. jump. You see a suit of armor and a sword resting ooh, on top ooh. of the chest. Which one interests ooh. you more? C- can you tell me more about the armor and the sword, please? Just go the sword immediately. <laughs> the armor looks incredibly similar to the armor you're currently wearing for fan art purposes. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the sword is polished to a clean shine. Oh, they do say that cleanliness is the opposite of evilness. So, oh, tough call. I think I'm going to have to take the sword, and he picks it up and goes, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> yeah, slice that evil slices blow in half. And there's a thud yeah. <laughs> as my head head comes off Morik's, my body. Morik's looking down at his arm. Like his oh. head falls. I've, cut, I've cut both of Morik's uh, canes in two. <laughs> oh, I hadn't even used that yet. <laughs> oh dear. It's your last words before your head slides off. <laughs> <laughs> Jump, you now have a moon-touched sword. Oh. In darkness, Ooh. the unsheathed blade of this sword sheds moonlight, creating bright light in a 15-foot oh radius so and dim light for an additional 15 feet. <gasps> and what for an additional 15 feet? Just oh, dimmer dimmer light. light. So bright light for 15 and then dimmer light for 15 <laughs> for a total of a general light of 30. Ah. I, is- thought, I thought you said dinner and... That was confusing. This is going to be you just like sword in the air, yeah. walking forward in front of everybody. Yeah. I have you guys. I mean, you have, Thunder. You have dark vision, nevertheless. <laughs> this is a great day for blur. Does that mean it blinds me every time? Because <laughs> I've got cat's eyes. It's like turning a light on when they've ah. got night vision. Ah! But as you grasp the sword and start shaking it round, you accidentally knock the clasp on the chest and the lid pops open. <gasps> do, you, do you care to look yes. inside? What's in here? I'll stab you too. (laughs) What you see when you peer inside seems to be a metal skull made of brass. I wear it. (laughs) As you lift it from the chest to get a better look, you hear the sound of gears begin to whir to life from within the skull. Oh, Christ. And after a second, the dark black eye sockets flash to life, cycling through many colours before landing on a calming sky blue. Or azure? azure. <laughs> a calming azure blue. Oh, brilliant. Hello, jump, fun, dun, dun. It is a pleasure to meet you. Hi, the jump is great, actually. And if you think that was great, just you wait, because we can't wait to share what's coming next. We're so excited and so thankful you're here with us, because you just listened to Quest Fantastic, who are Jen Blundell as Margaret Battlehammer, Nail Hill as Morrick, Paul Salt as Blett, Paul Goodman as Jump Fundenden, and Sarah Keep as everyone else. I just want to take a sec to talk about our Patreon, because it's heating up, boy! If you'd like to support us like a well-meaning grung supports the betterment of a bearded dwarf and mum's kids through the means of poetry, you should head over to patreon.com questfantastic. That's not how websites work, forward slash questfantastic, because from just $1 a month, with tiers going up to $25, everyone gets access to GabQuest, our fortnightly talkback that gets personal, weird, and grammar-based, and as of last weekend, episode one of our Fiasco miniseries. It turned out so, so well. It's very, very silly. Nell made the best character again, and you could be agreeing with me right now if you were a patron. Thanks to our newest patron, I promised I'd attempt this, Pedro Neves. Was that in any way similar? Was that in any way a thing? 
And as ever, if money is tight or you just want to enjoy the main show, we totally get it. And thank you for everything, Grumpo Duclaw to you too. If you love the show, you really can make a difference by leaving us a review, where the more we get, the more we get out there, by sharing us on social media, by telling friends, by grabbing the closest drink to you and just throwing it in your face, throwing it in your face like you've always wanted to. And the truth will be there. Uh, for all to see. Jen and Sarah host the Queer Actual Play podcast, Roll Plus Heart. Paul Salt is film critic for Screen Mayhem. Hosts the podcast Jen and the Film Critic with the thatched roof over my life, Jen Blundell, and the One Good Thing podcast with me. Next episode is coming out Monday the 22nd of August, so I haven't written the next bit for the outro for this. We're Quest Fantastic. Goodbye.